Good morning, Mrs. Elliot. Good morning. I got a creaky chair. That wasn't my bum. That was not your bum or your creaky knees. How are you? It's um, Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, it is. Let's be thankful Let, for that. Well, I'm utterly thankful I'm here. Yeah. For a start. I'm utterly thankful for our butters. God, we've had some beautiful reviews oh, this last yeah. week. Yeah. I can't <sighs> see for beautiful reviews at the moment. I'm just flowing. It's, it's like literally wading through a joy. A field of joy is what it is. is it? Yes. Would you wade through a Field. Would you wade? I don't know. Mm. If it was a Trampling. rice, well, I'm thinking more of a rice patty. Are you? It's not paddy. It's, it's Rebecca. <laughs> what are they called? The rice fields called paddies. Are they called paddies? I, yeah, I think so. I don't know, paddy, mate. Paddy fields. Do you know, Sorry. one thing I know for Irish sure girl. is I know nothing. That nothing. is true, and I think that's going to become very evident in this week's exactly because we're offering. Gonna, we're going to be doing cult. I mean, before, we'll get to this in a minute, but we are mm. doing cults, and mm. as we briefly discussed before the podcast, yeah. when you start researching cults, you go down a rabbit hole of terrifying, terrifying. Yeah. I think I've, I and think bewildering, I'm, and you realise we are way out of our depth here. I am literally in Australia right now in my rabbit yeah, hole, but we'll just sort of lightly tiptoe through the field of cult. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're listening to Don't Laugh But. So sit back, relax, and let Kirsty and Rebecca sanitize your thoughts with their infectious twatterings. Anyway, can I just start off by saying I've got to ask for ID twice this week? Kirsty, oh, twice. Oh, I've heard this. And I knew you'd like this. I've heard this. One, I've been. Yeah, one told. of which was in front of your sister, yes. the Waitrose. Yes. <sighs> But I enjoyed that one because he's he's still he wanted to see my ID and you show your ID and then he's like oh you're looking good oh yeah yeah the mask does wonders right but in big Tesco's not little Tesco's this week because big Tesco's um she said oh can I you know are you no she didn't say can I see my ID that's the point Mm -hmm. she said can you remove your mask (laughs) and I wanted to show her my ID because I'd prefer that and then you get oh. No, I had to remove my... And it was humiliating. Because at the moment I removed it, she went, oh, yeah, it's obvious now. Did you? I said, oh, well, thanks a lot. Thank you. Flat. I felt like a superhero revealing my secret identity. Oh, man. And the person just going, yeah, put your mask back on. That's ridiculous. But I'm sure she's not allowed to ask you to remove your mask. They can. if you. It says on signs, it'll in, including little Tesco's. If you look under 25, we will ask you to remove your mask. Well, that's a COVID risk if I've ever heard I one. I know. It's not my fault that my eyes look so beautifully youthful. <laughs> but yeah, your mouth is hanging off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, she scoffed when she saw the rest of my oh, face, girls. She was, scoffed. What was I thinking? What the earth oh. was I thinking? Do you know, I'm, I'm slightly relieved by that, Rebecca Elliott. By what? That you've been, that you've been outed. Yes, as an old woman. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I nice. love your face. Your face gives me so much pleasure. Does it? Gives me a joy yeah. every time. Even I see my it. tiny, tiny mouth, which you spent a whole evening taking the piss out of, which, <laughs> which was lovely. Yeah, talking about that, I said to my husband Darren, "This is a bit of a Darren update." Oh, let's have a Darren update. I said to him, "Like, what, what, what do you think I'd bring to a cult if I was a cult leader?" He said, "Well." You've got lovely lips. And that was it. That doesn't, that doesn't of all the cult. things, of all the things I could bring cult to cult of Kirsty's lovely <laughs> lips. That's just mm, that's a website. I'm gonna create it. Just, yeah. my, just my lips. Just, um. Uh. Yeah. 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 That's it. I've had a weird week. Have you? Because I was thinking, what am I going to bring to the party this week on the podcast? Mm, Not much, I mate. Think it is a party. <laughs> yeah. If a very um, lacklustre one. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should have party poppers every week. It's Little a hats. party where we're just hanging out in the kitchen going, something's going horribly wrong. <laughs> no no one's enjoying themselves. What do we do? <laughs> just go. Let's bring up the volivants. Yeah. See if they know yeah. nothing's going to work. No, you know, nothing's going to work. Don't like a um, you know, I think what I've not done much this week. I've, I've been having to do extreme parenting. I think that parenting, extreme. Parenting. Oh yes. Well, when you have like a parenting six, whilst jumping off a mountain. Let me tell you, I'm obviously entirely grateful that I get to do parenting, particularly with my son, because mm. you know he was We nearly, nearly lost that chance. So yeah. it's always a joy. And, and I don't want to be flippant, but crikey, parenting can be a challenge. Yeah. And I think the biggest challenge I find is... it easy. <laughs> Said no. no parent ever. No. <laughs> and I think the biggest challenge with parenting is you've got to do it. Yeah, yeah, there's no choice. No one else can do it. Can, can you just parent for me? Because, no. you know, and you even... You can't even take a sick day. No. Because if you're sick, you're still going, Mum, I've lost my shoes. And even like... Even mother, if you're vomiting at the time, you've totally. still got to find those shoes. And, and you as a parent have such unique aspects as a parent. You can't even just mm. re- rely on your partner to do it because your unique parenting... Mm-hmm only works in certain situations so they're like doing their unique great parenting my dad's a great parent Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. does equal stuff but it's down to down to me to for my unique my usp parenting what is your usp for parenting Mm, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't have one but i think we all do i think it's all in great but yeah so you know love being a mother love it we'll do that times over mm. if you didn't have to parent at the yes, same time. Yes, love being a mother, hate being a parent. It's just so tricky. God love them. But no, I am utterly grateful they are here today. I feel super grateful that yeah, I get to... all right, stop taking a piss just because I've lost one third of mine. It's <laughs> not my fault. Oh, she always trumps me with the death trap card. Sorry, oh, my sorry. God. No, 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 not you're right. Not making light of it, just taking a piss at a guest. Yeah. <laughs> you're making no, her feel awkward. No, I think what you're doing is absolutely managing a horrific situation through humour, which I think oh, is... Wait, no, you've made it so serious. <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. You know, just I can't go, react to that. Just go, yeah, well done. I can't do actual vulnerability. <laughs> you would be vulnerable, no? <laughs> Chant. So no, and then, but I did have, mm. I just do want to warn people, if anybody sees me shuffling along the street. Oh, I didn't know if you were going to go here. I had to go here. Yeah. Just because I think it's... Why were you shuffling along the street, Kirst? I'd had a little accident of the number two of variety. <laughs> and I just... I can't believe you tell people this. If that ever happened to me, and it hasn't since I was probably about one and a half, I would never, yeah. never tell the, well, the, the nation, <laughs> frankly, who are tuning in. But, but kudos to you for, for sharing. I think as a public service announcement. I mean, you have taken some medicine which, which made this it's, happen. It's medically induced. It no, 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 no. It's medically it induced. stupidity. <laughs> so I'm on a walk for the dog and you can feel it. Anyway, got to got to about 10 minutes before home and it happened, ladies and gentlemen. I couldn't stop it. It was an eruption. <laughs> I, there was literally... Anyway. It's coming out of me like hot lava. It was that bad. And there was nothing that the... Um, the clenching could do it, no. it just broke at that point and went no i would clench i mean i think no. i clenched no, nothing I happened I clench, imagine yeah. the brakes of a car breaking as you're going down the hill you're stepping <laughs> please you know desperately stepping on that brake pedal uh-huh. and nothing's happening you've got no control you're just hurtling down the hill all i'm saying is if you see me looking like slightly distressed yeah. walking up the road then the, just don't breathe in just near her yeah. Me. Don't come near me. Just I still think I couldn't let that happen. I think if there was a way of testing 
the strength and perseverance of our spectators <laughs> comparatively. I'm just saying I think I would win. I think my sphincter is a strong one, but I think it has its weaknesses. Yeah. And it just gave up at that point. Yeah. It just said, no. Oh, it. I can't break- do it anymore. <laughs> it was so traumatic, mate. So traumatic. But anyway. It's now, well, it's now traumatic for everyone <laughs> listening. I'm actually People have, might be eating I'm actually listening. starting to have cold sweats about it because it's really <sighs> scary. There's nothing worse than thinking, oh, I am actually going to poop myself in public. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but you do. You just won't tell anyone. Nope. Might have happened. Never. I'm going to see you one day just walking along. <laughs> a bead of sweat just yeah, you just down. tell everyone, look, Rebecca Elliott's going to shut herself. <laughs> I, I was going to, um, there was a there was a little news story this week. Oh, what's there? Which I found interesting. American actor, Lucas Gage, by name, okay. Is he, hold on, is he Lucas, is he Lucas Gage by nature? Yes, by well. name and nature. Well okay, done. Well done, me. He went for an audition mm-hmm. uh, via Zoom, because obviously that's the way things happen now, with a film director. Mm. The film director did not realise that his microphone on Zoom was not on mute. Oh, no. And the film director basically started slagging off this guy Luke Gage's house. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he says, these poor people, oh, he's American, isn't he? These poor people <laughs> live in these tiny apartments, he says, forgetting to mute himself. I'm just reading the article here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at his, you know, background, and he's got his TV, and his, <laughs> you know... I mean, he wasn't Southern American, but I just thought I'd had that. At that point, Luke Gage... Like cut in and just went, yeah, I, you know that you're you're not muted. <laughs> and he also said that's why you should give me this job so I can get a better apartment. But isn't that firstly that's appalling? Yep. Secondly, just the whole nature of the Zoom situation we're in these days means mm-hmm. that people are going for like job interviews mm. and having work meetings where they've now got to consider not only am I going to be judged for like my appearance mm-hmm. and what I say, but also where I freaking live. Mm. I know, right. It's I just tricky. thought it was interesting. Oh, it's, you know, it's another little. I'm doing lots side of side effect of Corona. Yeah, I'm doing lots of Zoom calls at the moment. I don't, mm. you know, I've done kind of some Zoom gigs and um, some Zoom uh, things with the NHS for Sid. Yeah, and I had a team one the other day. It was really uh, they're very helpful. Yeah, but oh gosh. When you can't hear, I realise what I tend to do is I put my ear right next to the microphone. Do you? But I think it's probably quite close to the camera. So yes, all that would be. Yes. is my ear. Is your ear. And I'm going, can I hear? Just repeat that one more time. You know there is a volume button, right? I have it up to maximum. I'm not sure what's going on with my eye products. Okay. We talked about that, the whole oh, judgment of the workplace. Because obviously Pretty Patel this week's been... Uh, in trouble, wasn't she? Yes. For and found it's to a be bully. a bully. And I love the boss. Well, no, don't believe it. Oh, it's <laughs> like, classic. Yeah. Independent inquiry. I just think if you've got a bully to get your job done, then you're not good at doing a job. You know, it's really tricky, isn't it? Because we always say, "Oh, women, women when they're seen as assertive and cross, are called bullies." You know, so all shouting, and we say these things as women. No, I think the whole point is this story is irrelevant of ethnicity and sex. Do you? you? Yeah. Yes. Well, tell me I why. Do. Because I just think she's been called out and proven to be an absolute bully. And that that, yeah. that has been proven. Well, I think by an independent inquiry is the point. They are independent. They have no bias one way or the other, I yes. believe. And I think that some of her language when she does her speeches seem quite 
uh, like them and us situation anyway. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think, mm. Mm. I mean, I, I just, and I think one person said it really correctly, is that bullying does happen in the workplace. If you feel your governments are allowing that to happen, yeah. then it does question, doesn't it, if you feel safe within one workplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sometimes feel bullied here, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, that's fair. I'm just keeping you in line. I just need a stern hand. It's to help you. <laughs> You're in the cult of Rebecca Elliot. I'm here to help you. Darren did say, I wonder if people you see. You reach enlightenment <laughs> if you do what I say. Let's, let's go into cults. Let's do let's it right do. now. Darren Hudson did say, um, I wonder and if people think that we're in a cult, you and I, the cult of what, us. You and Darren? No, you and I. Oh, me and you? Yeah. Oh, okay. At least, at the very least, lovers. Um, no, I would say that the very most are not true lovers. That's not like the least. That's no. not like that's a given, obviously. No. <laughs> but what else is happening? No, no. curse. No, we've discussed this. No. Okay, no. that's not going to happen. No, you need me. to get that through your head. I, think... I mean, people do tune in because it's a bit of a Ross and Rachel thing. Will they? Won't they? But no. I'm holding on to that. I think that uh, the whole thing... Oh, I've got it here. I think that what I'm saying is that people could say, are they a cult? The the, the, the broader point, and I think, you know, I'm going to try and dig out your broader points from your (laughs) pathetic ones, is is friendship... You're going to struggle. Is friendship a cult? And are relationships a cult in in and of themselves? Oh, are they? You know, particularly Mm. if you have one more powerful than the other, but I don't think we have that. But you do have your own little specific ways of thinking and doing things, but that's not a cult. That's not a cult. Is a marriage a cult? Well, I think we should start by defining what a cult is. Oh, I've got got that, mate. Yeah, but there's there's a few different descriptions. There really is, and they can be contradictory. So one said that a cult is a group or movement held together by a shared commitment to a charismatic leader. Mm. I mean, so far, us and me, obviously. Mm. um, Or ideology. (laughs) It has a belief system that has the answers to all of life's questions, which I do. (laughs) Clearly. And offers a special solution to be gained only by following the leader's rules. Ah, we are definitely in a cult. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that there there are analogies there to family Mm. and possibly couples. Mm. I think we, we grow up in a little bit of a cult of our family. Oh, definitely. My family is definitely a cult and my children are the leaders. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they're the leaders. Because with cults, there's usually a monetary aspect as well. Do they give you money? No, they take mine. Okay. Okay? Oh, okay, yeah. They they literally take all my money, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. They also, like, think, well... I say, you know, I, I, they they manipulate me is what they do. Really, yeah. <laughs> the kids all do manipulate all their parents, you know. I mean, well, I, mean, I was going to say it's the other way around. That when kids are little, like really little, oh, of course, then yes. they do grow up with the parents yeah. being like the leader, yeah, 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 and yeah. they look up to them for sort of comfort and what to believe yeah. and how to act. And if they act in a certain way, they get rewarded. And as they get older, and obviously as they get older, they start mm. to to sort mm-hmm. of to question that, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's normal. Mm. But people who join a, a cult are sort of looking for an extension of that. They're looking for that comfort. They're yeah. looking for someone to tell them, if you do this and act like this, then I will give you shelter and comfort and you're doing the right thing. And they're looking for assurance. They're looking for an outcome Absolutely. to those to those problems. Yeah. And like life is utterly confusing at the best of times to most of us. Mm-hmm. And I think that what they're doing is giving meaning. Cults generally have even though you have one leader generally within a cult yep. it's generally a man yep. women are too busy doing 
dishes, you know. Obviously, as they as well they should be. Absolutely. Mm. Maybe a bit of mopping, <laughs> light dusting and some ironing. But they always have a higher power. It could be like a UFO. It's often a UFO. It's often it's often alien in cults. Is it? Yeah, it's often alien. Oh, okay. From all the research I've been doing in my 45 minutes at least. I thought of this it was morning. usually God in some <clears throat> there way is or a, another. But I think that it doesn't really matter because they're still seen the same way. Whether it's a UFO, whether it's an alien kind of type mm. power or a god type power, they still have the answers. There's some outside It kind of doesn't. Power. It just yeah. seems to be irrelevant. What, and the sort of charismatic leader has has a direct line yeah, to the knowledge that's but, been imparted to them. Yeah, from but all the, the through line with all the cults is they have the answers to a meaningful life. Exactly. Yes, I was going to say that. And it's, so, people who join a cult, it does often come from sort of good intentions. They want a meaningful life. They want to serve either God or humanity. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, often they want to be successful because obviously we've both watched the documentary called, what's it called? Uh, the Vow, the which Vow. is where this came from. And I know that I would never have joined that because they've spelt the name wrong. I mean, it's called Nexium. Their cult, I believe. Yeah, but it's like it's N-I-V. spelled N V. It's just spelled yeah, very wrong. It's wrong. So I'd have gone well. They don't even know how to spell. Yeah, but you're dyslexic, so there's no. Oh, way I know, but I'd have gone like to fill out the form to. I know, to but join. I'd have said, well, they've spelled that wrong. What do they know about the meaning of life, my friend? Exactly. What do they know? But what is interesting about the vow and Nexium yes. is that that's not based on religion at all. That no, God's not mentioned at you're all. It was right. literally just about this guy who was sort of a self-help guru. Well, he actually in went the opposite ways. way in this more of the scientific model. Yeah, of... which is a little bit like Scientology. Yeah. Um, well, but a lot of his ideas did kind of seem to work and sort of seem to help people uh, grab a hold of their lives and be more successful. But then it obviously skewed off into an entirely different direction. Oh, without a doubt. And this is what... But, but what I was going to say was mm. you can understand sort of why people join a cult. And, and also people generally who joined a cult said, I did not know I was joining a cult. Because who decides to join a cult? Mm-hmm. They didn't think of it mm-hmm. as a cult, right? Mm-hmm. They thought of it as a religion, or in, in that case, it was a way of self-improvement, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But there still is, there's a, there still is some responsibility, mm-hmm. I think quite a lot, mm-hmm. to the people who join a cult. Mm-hmm. Because it is still basically handing over the keys to your life to someone else. Mm-hmm. And it is issuing responsibility mm-hmm. of making your own decisions and finding your own good and finding your own happiness or success or helping mm-hmm. and it's basically going i want to be in that childlike state where my parents are telling me what to do and they give me praise so i'm gonna give that power to someone else yeah you so see, you can't just blame the charismatic leader well this is where it's this is where i which we have to come back to but on this point on this point alone this is where i would like to be in a cult however mm. if i was the cult leader what i would do i'd be like this cult in this cult you have to make all the decisions for me you have to decide. Like, so you want the cult to make every decision for you? Me as the leader, that they make my decisions because you know. Oh, so hang on, you're the leader of a cult, but you're getting your people to make your decisions yeah. for you. That's not how it works. I know, but this is the thing. This is the beauty of it because the the, the You've got a cult of stupidity. One of the one, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. One of the hardest things in life for me is decision making process. Like, which is the best? You know, like. Am I doing it for, in terms of parenting? You know, yeah. you want the best yeah. for your child. Yeah. You know, you've got two approaches, really get in or really mm-hmm. maybe step back. And if someone was making those decisions for you, I think, there's, I think there's, they could give you three options, for example, and then you just choose one option. Yeah. That's my cult. Secondly... Well, the, I think I think you're a cult member there. You're not a cult leader. No, I'd be the leader. How could you be the leader? You're not going to round up many people by going, right, I'm not going to help you in any way. Oh, no, no, I'm no, not no, even no, offering okay. that. No. But you need to help me. Through that decision-making process, they will have an enlightenment. They will have, oh, wow, I knew that. They will find mm. their own wisdom, their own truth 
by helping me out. By helping you. Okay. Also, there will be lots of potatoes involved on any given occasion. Okay, well, obviously, you're a big fan of potatoes. And toilets everywhere. I mean, <sighs> everywhere. I'm talking about lining out Westgate. The cult of toilets and potatoes. Again, I'm not quite sure you've quite got the idea of how a cult works. No, but I think it might work for me. Well, and good I think luck signing people up to back to what you just said though to remind me because that i was also going to make a more serious point on that uh what well, when i was talking about how people need, need to take a little bit of their own responsibility for joining a cult yes oh yes absolutely now and handing over the keys to your own life this is I where what i said this is the problem this is where i am find this problematic because is someone accountable when they have been coerced because legally they're not so like generally i think in in legal it depends, cases it depends well i haven't i think when i when i've been looking things up it does say like in a court of law generally brainwashing yeah. is not seen as a defense so if it's two consenting adults mm-hmm. it's this is a very area that we can only touch on because it's very very tricky mm-hmm. but if two consenting adults agree to something yet one feels like they've been coerced into something or coerced or brainwashed or uh you know like they, they they talked about having in the vow having the um they were branded branded the yeah. branding done and Ugh. the women doing it really felt they were doing it for the greater good or suggested so are they accountable i mean this is a really unanswerable question so forgive me but are they are they i'll th- never forgive you <laughs> I strive for that Carry all day, on. every day. Maybe one day they'll. Uh, maybe I mean one day. One day you'll forgive me. You know, but <laughs> maybe I, one day. One day. <laughs> if you work hard enough and put on the robes that I've given you, okay, do everything that I say. One day you will reach enlightenment and forgiveness. Of <laughs> the Church of Rebecca Elliot. We're not a cult. No. Ah, uh, you know. So yeah. Are they accountable for their actions? And how do we make them accountable? Also, how do you prove? Well, I think how they do you are prove that they didn't know, though? How exactly. do you prove that? Well, I know. I mean, it's I, tricky, mate. It is tricky, but I don't think you can just claim brainwashing. I know. I get what one of the cult members in in the vow said, which she said, obviously, when you talk about how we were like, I mean, they were branded by a hot freaking laser yeah. next to their Woo-hoo. cult. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's not funny. <coughs> well, no. you knew if we were going to do cults this week, there was going to, you know. I know. Are... You've got to be careful when you type cult into uh, well, we the search engine, let one... me tell you that. Yeah. No, anyway, what was <laughs> it saying? So they were branded, right? <laughs> and so she's like, well, if you find out that I've been branded, then obviously, you know, you're going to go, what on earth were you thinking joining mm-hmm. this like horrific, horrific cult mm-hmm. that's going to brand you and make you do, you know, but... She said it's like, you know, it's, it's putting the frog in a pan of water. Oh, yeah. And it's just gently heating up. You know, it's that, that they good don't know, analogy. You don't, you don't, it. You don't no. notice until it's too far. You can't see the wood for the trees, mate. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think you needed to bring another analogy into it. I had the analogy, okay, which was a much better one. The frog heating up and then before he, he knows it, he's boiling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to put him in the middle of a woods as well. It's just... <laughs> But it's necessarily confusing. Well, then he's really confused because he's in the he's in like, water. I'm in the woods. I'm in a pan of water. What's going on? That really feels like a nice hot tub. Yeah. Before you know it, you've been branded next to your kelp. Don't Laugh But has been described as an essential service by literally no one. Yet, here they are, back anyway. Yeah, I think... Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, because... But it's in life... Slightly culty. Explain. I mean, you can't just say something like that and then, and then go like, boom! <laughs> I nailed it! 
I was hoping I had. I think all our relationships are there are there are hints. Well, you of talk about the that. marriage. You talk about the marriage, for example, yeah. right? There yeah. is this. There is this phenomenon. Say it again. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Nin. Phenomenon. I don't know if it's phenomenon, but there are a soon some. Say it again. Every time you say it, it's different. Phenomenon. You know, like well, there's a there's, there is this phenomenon. Yeah, there's some women who are in relationships with men, mm. some, sometimes of their choosing, mm. where he is called the H O H, right? H O H, head of household, and mm-hmm. she is a submissive, and every decision is made by him. Yeah, and if she goes out of those boundaries of what his rules are, yeah, she is punished. This is called the cult of domesticity, I believe. It's exactly what it's called. It's not called. It's called. It's called. <laughs> domestic dispute or something like that. Is it? Yeah. I think I had it with the cult of domesticity. <laughs> I'd quite like to be in that cult because I'm often just clean. I'm just going to clean. Yeah, is that all I've got to do? Yeah. No, but you see, yes. I do agree that that has um, certain culty... It does. ...similarities. It but does. equally, that's because that's we've been indoctrined into the, the whole domesticity thing for centuries, isn't it? So that's kind of different. Not really. Well, it is, it is but it has in that... He's the leader. Yeah. Right? She's a submissive because in cults, the, all of the followers are submissive to the leader. Sure. So it has that. And it has the consequence of if you don't... Fo- you know, like, I I utterly, from all the research I've done this morning, that a cult... <laughs> all the research I've done this morning. All the research. <laughs> an all expert would go, I've been researching this for decades. It's been my life's work. I've done two hours. All the research I've done this morning, right? Well, I think, you know, but all of it... It just leads you to know that religion and cults are very different. They are very different. Yes, yeah. They have similarities in that uh, there's a higher power, there's an object. Also, in cults, oh, there's this one cult, right? Yeah. I watch this documentary on, and he wore gold pants all the time. What, the leader of the cult? The leader of the cult. Actual gold pants? They'd be really heavy. No. (laughs) (laughs) Dripping in gold. No, I think gold's quite light, isn't it? Oh, it's really heavy. Imagine having solid gold pants. <laughs> well, anyway, in his, they were like more like lycra, mm. and he wore them all the time. Okay. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And people thought that's a guy who knows what he's doing in life. Well, it was a look. He's wearing gold lycra do pants. You know what? what doesn't he know? It was similar from Nexium. Was it? Mm. Uh, it was like a self-helpy thing. You know, and that Keith. I think you should never. Keith was the. You have to explain. Keith was the leader of Nexium. Okay. You really should never, ever follow anyone called Keith. <laughs> I just don't think. It's not a name. Like, if he was called Lazarus, I might think about it. Okay. I think all cult leaders should be called Lazarus from now on. Okay. We've got to talk about QAnon, mate. Well, uh, yes, I was going to talk about there is a very big crossover between conspiracy theories and cults. Boom. Very this big crossover. Th- and exactly one of the biggest things to go. which cults and conspiracy theories will say mm-hmm. is basically never listen to the other facts. Yeah. <laughs> They're all wrong. The facts, exactly. Yeah. Or Don't, the facts. And you, you have the knowledge. The facts. Yeah, mm. the actual facts. Mm-hmm. You have the knowledge. Other people don't. Yes. And you're in on. You're in on something. So you feel like you're you're part of a gang, a group, which is the same as cults, same as conspiracy. It's creating theories. a them and you us. You are in the know. Mm-hmm. Other people aren't, and they Absolutely. can't possibly. And they will try and come at you with facts, but those facts are wrong. Mm. They're not facts. We have the actual facts. We have the actual truth. And what's weird or interesting about things like QAnon is it's a cult based. On believing there's an existence of another cult, so so yes, so they believe right. there is. is a cult of you know evil Democrats 
um, evil, powerful tem- Democrats who are satanic and run this paedophile ring. Okay. So they believe in the existence of that, which is, if that did exist, mm-hmm. would basically be a cult, mm. right? But in believing that, they become their own cult. But what's so- And the QAnon stuff is very culty. What well, did you if know? You get, if you go down that rabbit well, hole, I went it's down scary. It. I went down it today and they had me until they said, right, they didn't have me there. I was going to say, did they? They've never had me. I've never been part of QAnon. No. I don't agree with any of it. I mean, they've said a little Ellen Gigenarius, is it? Yeah, what? Ellen Gigenarius. Oh, Ellen. Ellen. Lovely Ellen. Ellen. You went a bit drunk halfway through. So they also said, right, they also said these people, right, this sounds like a fairy tale. They capture children and they torture them in order to extract a substance, which is called something. It's a hormone of children, apparently. A substance which gives them... you mean substance? You're giving it an extra syllable. Substance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw in an extra syllable. Substance. Mm. Are you sure that's not substance? Substance. 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 <laughs> substance. So they capture children and torture yeah. them in order to extract a substance which gives them eternal youthfulness. That is, it's like a sort of Hans Christian sort of it is. fairy tale of it, evil. It is, it's like, bite the apple deer, bite yeah. the apple deer, yeah. you know, like, so they're saying, not only <laughs> bite the apple deer, Where, why is the deer there? <laughs> well, you'd be a really rubbish witch in some fairy tale. Bite the apple deer, go on, bite it, dear. that's it. <laughs> oh, shut up, you weirdo. <laughs> Just I standing imagine, on the street, get me to buy an apple. I imagine. And you just shut yourself. No, I'm not going to. I imagine a witch would say, dear. <laughs> I imagine a, bite the apple, dear. Oh, that was quite good. And then listen, bite the apple. The deer adds something, doesn't it, now? Yeah, maybe it does. You, you regret maybe your choices for mocking I'm the so deer. I'm sorry, you're absolutely bite right. Bite the apple, dear. Yeah. Anyway, so what I'm saying to that at that point is. Mm. Was there a point? There was a point that they've literally said this is happening. So yes. they're saying, and also, right, what's interesting is, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. the whole pizza connection. So Prince Andrew pizza said, pizza, P- Prince Andrew said he was having pizza mm-hmm. when he was accused of um, doing things on the island with oh, Epstein. Yeah, Hillary Clinton is apparently meant to run her paedophile ring out of a uh, pizza restaurant. Isn't that the one that some bloke who believed in it went in with a shotgun? I believe it was supposed to happen in the basement of the pizza restaurant. Yes, right. He went in there, didn't even have a basement, but he shot up everyone anyway. Gosh. So it's like, but what I find interesting about this, how it's become part of our language, I, I have people who are who are Republicans who I love very much, who have said, yeah, well, Joe Biden's a paedophile, without any basis of information. Yeah, like, yeah it's taken as a fact. <clears throat> like, I'm not saying, of course, there are people who do horrendous things. Um, and I'm sure some of them are very powerful. Clearly, it came out with Epstein. But yeah. Epstein had a lot of money, yeah. and he couldn't keep it covered. I'm thinking that yeah. at some point, I would hope that there was enough people to investigate stuff yeah. that this, these things would come out. But I as, just think, as with a cult, these things are drip-fed. It's little, it is. It's, it's little breadcrumbs mm. towards what they want you to believe is the truth. Mm-hmm. So if if you're just told outright, oh well, there's, there's a paedophile ring and it's satanic, and then most people would have gone, what? Mm. No. But it's drip fed, so it's like you need to go and look here. And so the whole Q and on thing, who is a made up person, it just gives little clues because that's what you'd do, wouldn't you? If you knew there was a paedophile ring where children were getting, then you'd just give out clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you'd do. If you Let's had not all protect the, facts, the children, right? Yes, and yeah. you could go and stop it right now and go and arrest people and point everyone in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You just go, just 
Just follow the clues. Mm-hmm. No. What's, what are people thinking? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's, not, not, that's not what the police do, is it? No. They don't. <laughs> just give each other clues. Little <laughs> tiny. Just, just have a look at that website. See what you think. <laughs> Yeah, that might lead you somewhere else. Exactly. There's no rush here. No, exactly. Yeah. There's no urgency. There's no right. <laughs> Can you? I mean, is it possible to stop looking at your phone? No, I've got playing inf- with it. I've got information on my phone. Have you? I've got information. Is it relevant? Pertinent. Yes. Okay, my go research. On go on then. Uh, well, I want to talk about Mirror QAnon, like how it's like it's become like say part of our part of, and also. But the fact that something, yeah, as crazy as that, can get in the main news, can be a part of the most recent election in the US. I mean, something so clearly insane can be affecting so many hundreds of thousands of people and the future of, you know, America is just, it's mind boggling. Well, this is where I think we need to be... People, people. Well, this is why I think we need to be careful with our use of language, right? I'm not saying that what you're saying isn't true. Everything Mm. you just said, I believe wholeheartedly about something so extreme as that. However, well, you'd better because you know you get punished if you don't believe what I say. <laughs> I'll be bending over the pool table later. That's a goose. It doesn't make it any better if I say I was thinking about you spanking me. No, that doesn't improve it, Kirst. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Uh, um, paddling. So what I'm saying is that I try to say... What if it's a bit true? Like the, I, I really because I've, yeah, got, I know what you I've mean. got no, no desire to go. That's a hundred percent wrong. Grains of truth in everything. Well, this is the and thing that is you how see. cults get you. I mean, at the beginning of, of every cult has grains of truth. That and things I, that's genuinely helpful. Totally. And I think that if we hit back with no, you're wrong, then it just adds a yeah. and adds a, a dialogue that isn't helpful. So if we go, okay, right, I hear you on this. Mm. I hear that, and I really want to be open to everything. That's why I do believe. I literally do believe in everything. Because <laughs> I believe in it. Because you can't be bothered to decide what to believe in. <laughs> that could be true. true. Could be true. And then I don't have to think about anything. Could be true. Like you know, like fairies could be true. You know, like the, that we talked about the other podcasts. They could be. They could be true. And what? No. What does it matter if they are or not? Like the flat earthers. Because then, then I'm best mates with someone who believes in fairies. <laughs> That's why it matters. But like, you know, like the flat earthers, That's right? That's me and Nutter by association. <laughs> the flat earthers. What harm are they doing? Oh. I'm not saying... Oh, I know what you mean. They're not doing any harm. I just think like, yeah. yes, with QAnon, you've, you've, we've got to go, no, 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 we can't have that. Because yeah. I think the risk of danger, the risk of... Well, and also the fact that they're saying such nasty things about like a bar and stuff. Oh, it's a car outside. It's a car outside. You went like a dog then. You, your head went on its side. You're, squirrel! I don't wear headphones. I know. And Tom Hanks. I believe they said Tom Hanks is in. Now, no one, nobody would look at Elliot. Not on my watch. You don't diss Tom Hanks. No. Not the Hankster. I just, I, if they, I think, I'm wanting to say they might have said Will Smith is. And if they have, I mean, Will Smith is literally my, um, well, he's my guru. Yeah. What I think what would Will and Smith And he do? thinks of you very much the same way, I believe. So I've heard, mate. That's what yeah. I've heard. Oh, because the gangs, like, because I've been thinking our gangs are the same as... Yeah, I guess they the same in a similar way, yeah. Well, they do, but there's no bigger ideology. No. That's, a, that's the fundamental difference yeah. between a gang. So you've got the gang. They are the same. The problem... And the w- thing is, gangs watered down. We all had that peer pressure. 
as teenagers, uh-huh. we, you have the peer pressure where you want to fit in. Yeah. So a lot of like the being in a cult kind of goes, and gangs obviously an extension of that. Yes, exactly. We all do want to belong to something. Totally, and there's a safety aspect of gangs. There's, yeah. there's that, it's about, Protection. but it, it, the similarities are there's them and us, if you leave, like if you leave a cult. Yeah. We've all seen the Scientology documentaries where they're like followed right. by cameras. Right. And, and like Dexium, they were really financially, really just really hurting people because they had so much money behind them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that is a good, very good stark difference between a religion and a cult. Without, that's exactly what I was about yeah, to if say. If you stop going to the Church of England, you're not going to have no you know, one's going to hound you following you around. No, going, come on. <laughs> sure, you don't want to do it, mate? Sunday, Sunday morning, two hours. Yeah. You know, I'll change your life. It's just not going to happen. And, and, I don't th- and I don't think with a religion that it says we have the answers necessarily. Yeah. I think it says we can show you a way to be different, maybe, or to wait to yeah. have a connection with God. But I'm not sure it's necessarily saying we have the answers to life. Mm. I'm saying that some people do say that Jesus does have all of the answers. But interestingly, the people who do really believe that Jesus has all the answers, some of them believe that Trump has all the answers. So that's kind of an interesting... Yeah, because I don't think Jesus and Trump would get on. No, I don't think Jesus and Trump would get on either. So I think it's easy to go, well, they're just crazy. And I think we have a tendency on both sides to do that. Well, they're just crazy in that thinking. Actually, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's true. No, I, I, I think, think that's it's why unhealthy. it is interesting watching documentaries like The Vow. Yeah. Where you do see that these people are decent people, intelligent, mm. decent people. Without a doubt. Who did just get sucked into this horrible way of thinking in a very, very drawn out, because it went over a year, like 12 years they're in it or whatever. Yeah, there's nothing I that worked for them for the first few years. I tried. And they did good, genuinely good things for society. Oh, well, for, for themselves, they stopped anxiety. And, and for women, and it all started off quite. I think what they all want is to be seen. And I think we can change that now mm. socially if we just start to see people, to really hear people, right? And what I don't mean is, I just mean give someone a bit of an acknowledgement of time, a bit of a smile, maybe, and a bit of a feeling like people are validated i don't i think because the world is so fast now people's stories get missed people's lives get missed and i think they look to those external things for meaning tim minchin talks about how really what if there isn't any meaning in life or if we are just here for this fleeting moment and Mm. that's enough and it's becoming comfortable in the uncomfortableness what if that is true and i and i think actually that has a beauty in it within itself it goes back to just being and actually one of the top bods in the um in the in the vow in Nexium, mm-hmm. the the actress. Yes, yeah, Sarah. I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The actress who's like second in command, who's been arrested. Oh gosh, yeah, I knew um, from Smallville. Yeah, I mean she hasn't spoken out because she's very much still mm. a big believer in Nexium. Well, but we assume her... so. We assume so. We don't know so, but fine. Wasn't really my point. One of mm, her don't want to get sued by. They've got lots of money. Like they care what we said. Don't know. <laughs> One of her explanations, uh-huh. well, not explanations, when she was describing early on why Nexium had really helped her. Sure. She was saying, so I was, I was you know, an actress, successful actress. She, is it Smallville she was in and something else? Anyway, something like that. And she said, I was playing these like really moral, like good characters. Mm-hmm. She said, but it's easy to do that because you're given a script. But outside of that, she, she was just left with these like, how do, how do I become the good person that mm-hmm. I'm playing? Mm-hmm. How do I actually do that? Mm-hmm. And again, there's, maybe there's a myth that we have to be constantly trying to be the good moral person, mm. doing good all the time, being massively successful. That's too much pressure in that. We bang on about yeah. all the time. But does a lot of the people who join that 
it seemed to come out of just this desperate need that every moment must matter. We must be doing something Without good, and I need to be, you know, be seen to be doing something amazing with my life. Without a doubt, no, you don't. No. Just be mediocre and be happy, mate. Absolutely, and I think this week I've done absolutely nothing. You know, like, I mean, I've done a few things of merit, but I've really just stayed in the house. You know, booking acts for Comedy Mark did little bits and bobs, you know? Well, when you go out, you shit yourself, so it's best to stay. <laughs> best there, to stay. But what I think that shows me is that I am utterly content with just kind of doing nothing. And, yeah. and it really is enough. That's actually the thing for me. That's the bigger picture, is that there's always paradoxes. And the bigger picture knows the answers. We don't need to know them here. That's our ego trying to ask our brains. Go, oh, I need to understand it. And that's the trouble with cults, is they make it black and white. They wrap it up into a neat package. Yeah, this I is have the only the way to do it. I have just, the answers. Life is way more nuanced, way yeah. more complex. Can I end this point in saying that when I, uh, again... My husband's been really listening to all of our Don't Last Buts. He's gone into the back catalogue. He's okay. listened. Because he's not listened before. He's really, listened on and off, but he's just addicted now. So he's in our cult now, too. He is now in our cult, Fully which all the butters should be, you know. Mm. But what, what one thing I loved that he said was, I love how, Cassie, you just appear to be so intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> love that I just firstly do you secondly clever editing yeah but I love that 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 he said I appear to be not that you are intelligent you just appear it like he knows the truth underneath it it. really well he either knows he knows the truth underneath it or there's literally a vacuum me going with either of us I don't know no maybe okay you know so yeah so I think that's kind of all I've got to say about cults but I mean we can I think if you is there anything else you feel you no, need to be no not really I had other notes can't be bothered no I think it's enough mate because I think there are better mm. documentaries on it than ours oh many many yeah, many, many there's many. so many watch there's Louis Theroux's so uh, watch Louis Theroux's Scientology my Scientology story yeah you know next scene was really uh, my, the vow was really fascinating it's going to be the vow too which I'll give me more answers of curiosity that's it can I tell you I think there's lots of positivity on me uh, jingles it's there because I've literally had no decent feedback on your jingles at all well my husband likes them ah good old Darren yeah come on I saw him working out in the field the other day it looked like Santa warming up for the Christmas run yes that's what he's doing right now he's getting ready getting ready to go there's a lot of small children getting excited there (laughs) right yeah crevice of curiosity mm-hmm. yeah are you mm-hmm. listening or are you looking at your phone look at my phone come on okay mm-hmm. Rebecca Elliott's crevice of curiosity uh, I've got a few things here mm-hmm. I'm not sure any of them are particularly interesting no studies have found that right side sleepers experience more positive dreams and fewer <laughs> nightmares than left side sleepers oh I'm a left side sleeper Ah, if you sleep on your right, you get more positive dreams. And I've sort of been testing that this week, and I think it might be true. <laughs> I'm a bit... I can go either way. What's that? Also, also, I can sleep on either side. But I do find if I sleep... I generally sleep on my right. Do you? Yeah. And obviously, I'm a very positive person. You are. God. But yes, yeah, so I tried yeah. that this week. Oh, well, I toss and turn. <laughs> very... So in that order yeah. <laughs> which side I, so I, I like to lay on my left because otherwise I'm looking at my husband <laughs> wow I love sleep you know you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from first hand experience that I like to sleep on the edge of the bed away from anyone I do not know that from first hand bloody experience but yeah you like to sleep away from 
even Darren? I look, yeah, I'm not a snuggler. Oh. I'm not, mate. I'm quite cold in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, doppelgangers. Oh. I was reading a little bit about doppelgangers this week. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently there are, they reckon on average, between seven and ten doppelgangers for you. For me? Living right now. Although you've got, it, thing is, it depends on how like intricate your face is and how unusual. Well, oh, uh, my, my, it's my. Yeah, I can't imagine there's another one for you mm. out there. Mm. But yeah, isn't that interesting? And the, and if you go on the internet, look, those people have run into their own doppelgangers, and it is extraordinary. I was like two two blokes on a plane that just yeah, kind of met. And went, oh yeah, my goodness, yeah. you look exactly like me. And then they yeah. happen to be checking into the same hotel. There's like, I think it's on board.com or whatever. There's like 50 stories of doppelgangers like literally running into each other no and way. it is freakish. But apparently for an exact match of your face, mm-hmm. it's like a one in a trillion chance. So that's not gonna happen. So similar. But similar. But and, very and mostly similar. when we look at a face, we just kind of take a sum of the parts. Our mm-hmm. brain doesn't look at everything. It just takes a little kind of general scan. Oh. So this kind of doppelganger, we're talking about kind of when you do a double take and go, is that? Oh. But yeah, I just thought that I'd quite like to meet a doppelganger. Have you seen like on when they do on Graham Norton and they have like um, the man from Harry Potter and they show him like in different places in history? No. Uh, oh, man. oh yes, no, I have. I have. I haven't seen that on on Graham Norton, but I have seen that. Yes, it's hilarious. His face does. <laughs> yeah, like Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Yep. Thank you. And that and you see that to me proves we've lived before, mate. No, it proves that the chances are that our faces will look like quite a lot of other faces. No, but his face Particularly is... if you have a Daniel Radcliffe face, which is quite plain. I wouldn't just... Really? Yeah. Yeah. Without the little round glasses, it's nothing. It's nothing there. I mean, he's not bad looking. That's what I'm saying. He's just like very... It's a sort of standard face, isn't it? If you were to draw a face, it would probably look like Daniel Radcliffe. Me Women of Wonder, if you're ready. Go on, we'll put the jingle in here. Women of Wonder, Wonder of Women. Women of Wonder, Wonderful Women. Go, woman! Go. So mine is Amelia Bloomer, also mm. known as Amelia Drake. Also known. Also known. Look at this, the um, Amelia Bloomer. She was an American woman's right advocate. Right? Woman's rights advocate. Yes. Yeah. Just Not that she right. was a right advocate of what? Boy, <laughs> man. A woman is your right old advocate. Her middle name was Jenks, which was her birth name. That's quite common in America. Did you know that? To call yourself, so I'd be called Kirsty Wheeler Hudson. So, not double barrel though. Just that's your middle name. That's so. what I've done to Benji. Have you? He's Benjamin Lee Elliott. Well done. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, I thought that was a note. Yeah. You just went, well done, and then just sort of rolled your eyes. That's good, good. So, (laughs) (laughs) so she didn't create, you might, you might think at this point, Rebecca Elliott, that she created bloomers. That's exactly what I was thinking at this point. No, you won't. No, she didn't, but she didn't inspire the name. In her, so in her work, she, her husband had a newspaper and she decided it didn't have enough women's content. So she went off and created a newspaper called The Lily, mm. which is all about women's. Operate, it's an operate and edit a newspaper for women. Wait, when was this? Oh gosh, this was in, well she was born in 1894, dear. So 1894? this was a, Yeah, she did this okay. in like the 1920s. So it was a very, very thing. And she, so at that time women were wearing like tight corsets, uh-huh. vests. She just went, no, 
you would have loved her because she said, let's wear trousers. Oh, she was the one, absolutely. the women that just said, why can't we wear trousers? Yeah. And that was such a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. So she they, she would also have elasticated waists. She never wore anything tight. She was just always interested in how women presented in the world. Yeah. And she said, just wear trousers, be comfortable. She wanted women to feel comfortable and secure, but to have their own choice mm-hmm. uh, in, in what they wore. And without her, we would still be wearing corsets, I believe. Wow. So she really changed things up for women. She just made... So then bloomers were named after her. Bloomers were named after because they're obviously baggy, elasticated, mm. comfortable. Mm. Um, I like a pair of bloomers. Yeah. Would you wear them under something or just, just wear them? I'd just wear them. Yeah. Nothing that- else. <laughs> I often have that dream that I am wearing just a t-shirt and nothing else on the street. Do you? Oh, it's... Well, I don't, just a t-shirt. Just a t-shirt. Well, oh! Because wearing no bottoms is much ruder than being naked, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Somehow. Especially if it's just... Be- <laughs> oh, yeah. Just there. There is a certain group of men, and I do believe Hugh Grant talked about it on Graham Norton. Again, I'm bringing Graham into the conversation mm. quite often. Oh, yeah. Um, But the, his brother goes to bed in just a t-shirt, no underwear. Like a man should never do that. A woman can kind of get I away do with that. it. Well, yeah, a woman can kind of okay. get away with it. Okay. Oh, so you have your, your what? Your foo foo out? <laughs> Don't call it a foo foo. Come on. I've never called it a foo foo in my life. Every time I say vulva, so it's just your name for mine. <laughs> That's way worse. But every time I say vulva, I just think of a Volvo. So I get confused. Yeah. yeah. I'm going. I'm sticking with vagina. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we've even discussed the whole vagina vulva thing on here. Did we? Did we discuss that? We're all using the wrong word for it? Yeah. We did discuss that. Yeah. No, I don't think we have. But we... No, we don't think we have. I mean, I keep saying it to my children. They are not We're loving it. We're all using the wrong word for it. I it's know. It's just ridiculous. I know. I know. And it shouldn't be rude. It shouldn't be rude. Ladies, what you think of as your vagina is your vulva. Get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. That. Okay. Are we done with vulvas? Yeah, but would you think? What would you think of a man just wearing a t-shirt and nothing else up to bed? I would be not enjoying. I think that's, it. I think that's fine. What a man wears a t-shirt? Yes, <laughs> in bed. Yeah, I mean, not walking around. Of course. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You either, I'm happy with naked. I've got no okay. clothes with naked. Well, if you want to, yeah, if you're a little bit cold, you want an extra layer. You want a t-shirt on. <laughs> then you think, oh, oh. <laughs> I would be shocked that any any other bits of would be out at that point. You're such a prude. Oh, so you'd look at Darren from the from the head down. You go fine t shirt. Oh my god, he's not got any bottoms on. It would be shocking. Okay, it would. I need think, a heads up for that. I think if he's it, not wearing a top. You go okay. Well, I know what to expect. Yes. Okay. I need to come Seems on. Seems underhand somehow. It's called. It's called. <laughs> it it's called Winnie the Pooh. What? What? What is wearing a t shirt with no pants? Oh, okay. I thought you took about your neighbour down's bits. So, so can I just do a little tiny callback to last week, just quickly? So, uh, last week we were talking about um, the song that Germans sing oh to their yeah the kids scare, no about, the swedish yeah about song. like the, the swedes will come yeah. and get you which which harked back to some yes mate um, yes big war in the 16th century anyway my my german friend silka confirmed that and the song is called and i really can't say it make for flieg okay yep. mm. so that's fine but that then got me and silka on to talking about um movie titles in german and Ooh, i just yeah. want to give you a few of these because they are delightful i love angela merkel 
That's not a movie title <laughs> or relevant. You've just your brain's just gone German. What do you know? That's German. I love Angela Merkel. Have you got a poster of her up on your wall? Yes, she's framed in my kitchen. Are you in the cult of Angela? <laughs> I'd love to. Who be. ironically isn't very angular. Anyway, so right. I love her. Dodgeball is uh, the literal translation of that is straight in the balls, which is Wolf <laughs> auf dem Nuss. Okay, I love that. Uh, the Twilight Saga is also worth looking at mm-hmm. because, um, you know, you've got like Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn is called Bite at Dawn. Oh, bite and at then dawn. New Moon, the middle one, is called Bite Till Lunchtime. <laughs> and then Eclipse is, is called Bite Till the Evening Sky Turns Red. <laughs> it just sounds more like a food programme. Bite uh, Till the Evening Sky Goes Red. Yeah. Of course. And the Holy Grail for, is called The Knights of the Coconut. Which in German is delightful because it's Die Ritter der Kokosnuss. Oh. Sorry about the pronunciation, Silke. German is Die brilliant. Hard is called Die Slowly, which sounds like a really dull film. <laughs> it's a <laughs> slow death. Tragic. And lastly, Airplane is called The Unbelievable Journey in a Crazy Airplane, which in German, and you're going to like this, is <laughs> Die Unglaublich Reisen in einen Verruchten Flugzeug. It's such a sexy language, isn't it? <laughs> right, I think we've done really well today. Let's wrap it up. That's pretty. <laughs> I don't think we have. We've done really well. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I was really nervous about it. Yeah. Didn't need to be. That well, I think you did need <laughs> a little bit. I think maybe if you've been a bit more nervous than it might have, you know, the adrenaline might have kicked in. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think we, I think we did good. Yeah, no, we did good. We did good. Let them be the judge of that. Yeah. No, I'd rather they weren't. Don't judge us. We'll be the judge of us. <laughs> thank you. Don't judge us. No. Love you. Yeah. And you. Be well. Oh, thank you. You're telling me. <laughs> I was talking to the butters, but you know. know. Love you too, Rebecca. <laughs> okay. It's always a joy. That went wrong. Always. I'm going to just end on this. Colts do it or don't. I would suggest don't on yeah. this. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have a good week, people. If Keith comes knocking, keep that door closed. Okay. I mean, it would be better if that was primed or something. <laughs> Works. Keith comes a knocking, keep this van a rocking doesn't work though. If Keith comes a knocking, we'll think of that for next week. <laughs> Don't right. answer. It just works. <laughs> oh, I, okay. All Maybe. Right. Okay. Love you. Bye now. Have a good week and wrap up warm. Oh, love ya. Bye. Bye. This is Don't Laugh But, the podcast that incessantly rambles on and on and ultimately answers the question what's worse than the silent loneliness of self isolation? 